0: Welcome, my name is Miriam Mason. I am a spiritual advisor and motivational speaker. Thank you everybody for joining my podcast and today we have a special guest with us Anya. Thank you for joining. Anya, can you please um, introduce yourself? Hello, yeah thank you for having me obviously. Um, My
1: name is Anya Vasquez and I'm originally from Slovenia but I'm living in the Dominican Republic, and I am Marriage and Relationship Coach.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Very, uh, That's really amazing. Um, So with that being said, um, I would like to know during um, the course of your life, Mm -hmm. what factor do you think made you realize that the issues that you were encountering were related to some challenges that you experienced during childhood?
1: Well, um, let's say let's say that I've been doing my spirituality for about ten plus years, and yeah. it basically you realize that everything has to do with your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, because well, basically, what I you know what I what I coach as well is understanding how easily we are being molded by surroundings, by people, by culture, by country, place, whatever it is, and um, that usually shapes us into a shape we we don't like or we don't want. But, yeah. um, but, w- and then we kind of grow up and it was like, oh, you know, I don't like this. Maybe I, I like, I wanted something different. And then mm-hmm. we like really start searching is what do you want as a person, as a soul? What are you here for? And then we need to basically redo everything we've known so far.
0: And, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs>
0: as the short version. Yeah.
1: So um, um
0: mm-hmm. go ahead continue.
1: Yeah, I wanted to add that you know it was even scientifically proven that like children the more the most crucial years are between you know 1 and 7 where like the base of as a person is being constructed you know like the like the the, the fundamentals and everything mm-hmm. comes on top of that and you know children record stuff subconsciously mm-hmm. everything uh, and again, those seven first years are the most, most crucial ones. So obviously, I mean, a majority of people are not aware and not aware of that and not aware of what they're doing to be the example for the for the kids that they kind of want to be. Yeah. So yeah. And then, and then you have to start uh, battling your own battles of traumas and, you know, burn marks and scars and
0: all that and Uh, what did that look like for you like growing up or what or more specifically what do you uh what did you have to unlearn that you yeah what did you have to unlearn
1: unlearn oh well uh to basically say everything
0: (laughs) the short version (laughs) would be everything okay
1: um but I will say this. So basically me being a marriage and relationship coach um, okay. it brought me to this path because I grew up in all oh, my parents got divorced. I'm an only child. And okay. um, obviously, you know, it wasn't easy, um, but I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that I was... Um, I mean, to some certain levels, of course, I was traumatized by that, but I didn't even know how traumatized I was and Mm -hmm. how how much of this, you know, genetical patterns are being imprinted in me for Mm -hmm. me to continue living the life that I thought I wanted or actually, you know, like um, picking a partner that I thought I wanted. Uh-huh. Uh and then later on you know again learning that that's not what I want because right now I'm in my second marriage so it's it's my whole personal life that has uh-huh. brought me to this path of everything that I've done going through my first intoxic you know marriage uh to the marriage that I have now knowing that you know my parents getting divorced had a huge impact on me um and made me made me into something into somebody i didn't want to be so specifically this part definitely (laughs) you know i had to unlearn everything i know about relationships everything i know about love everything i know about you know how to be with one person how to communicate how to even be with yourself what it is you know uh, uh, what is actually you know self-love and worth and uh, having boundaries oh my god don't let me start with that when it comes to family (laughs) you know and all this that basically takes over as a person having relationships with people and yes i focus on marriage but you know it's having relationships with people and we don't really know how to do that because we are, again, We are, you're supposed to, you know, this is expected for you, this is the yeah. culture, this is yeah. all that.
0: culture, oh my God, Exactly,
1: e- exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah, because I have a lot of, you know, people who follow me and they're like from Africa, for example. And I yeah. know, look, the culture is different, I get it, I, I was married to an African. And okay. the funny thing is that it is, you know, uh, I guess, uh, a harder predisposition where you start off. But that doesn't mean that you're limited. It's how they program
0: you to think that you are limited yeah, no. that because yeah, of yeah. that culture or whatever, right? Yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. So you were talking about the unlearning in the like as a childhood. Well, the uh-huh. programming, uh, the cultural uh-huh. programming during childhood. So yeah, you were speaking about that. If you can give us some examples, like from your culture, like you know, uh, growing up. Well, okay.
1: For <laughs> well, my culture, oh, there's so many, right? But from my culture, okay, let me give you a very live one. Okay, okay. something I've been like very dealing with lately. Um, so, for example, and I-, I wouldn't say it's my culture. I think it's everywhere, but I'll be, you know, a little bit specific okay. here. So, in my culture, okay, in my country, in general, um, you know, obviously family very important. I think everywhere is, you yes. know, and they- you're very obliged to your family and all that, right? Yes. <laughs> but there's a specific problem, maybe I should c- call between a mother and a child that is consistent, mm-hmm. and I call it like the the actual, you know, the actual. Uh, how, I don't even know how to pronounce it. The the cord, the you the u- umbilical, the yeah, mom- umbilical cord. The the yeah. um, no no the umbilical cord between a yeah. mom and a child. Has to be like cut twice in a life One when you're once when you're born And then second time yes. when you're supposed yes. to Do it when you grow up But yes. I think this second cutting Never really happens mm-hmm. Now I've done that cutting And it was painful and it was horrible And it was oh my god Traumatic for my mom and me Yeah, But it, oh was, but it was the best thing That ever happened to us Because right yes. now we have an amazing relationship And we had to go through a lot of stuff To be where we are while majority of the you know couples and and clients that I'm working with or even you know with my husband that we're actually working on this right now is because that hasn't been cut so Uh so there are no healthy boundaries like even with even with my mother right now um, she realized at her 62 years of age that she never did that with her she yeah, her mother, which is my grandma, is 85 now, which you can't really mm-hmm. do anything much better, you know, at that age. <laughs> but because all these healthy boundaries were not established, so the the, 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 the cord was not cut properly in the past, mm-hmm. they have all this family mess going on, you know, at home with, you know, who has the house and how much is the house and, you know, and yeah. what can I do and what's yours, what's mine and all that stuff that, you know, is just like family drama. Yeah. So that is one of the most important like things to realize, uh, because obviously as a mom you have you know difficulties of cutting that cord fully, and mm-hmm. you like for example my grandmother would m- emotionally manipulate my mother. I gave you life; you basically owe me everything. So yeah. with Culture. that, so, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> So because of that, obviously, my mom is in consistent guilt um, and oh feels God. like she needs to do all of it. And then and then she's being manipulated into doing everything. And then when finally she's, you know, decides not to. Now it's enough because I need something for myself. Then, you know, it back backfires as in grandma doesn't want to speak to her or. Oh, my God, how can you do okay. that? You know, oh, my God, you're mm-hmm. the worst. But, you know, I've done for the past 40 years i've done everything for you but now when i finally you know decided to take my own path i am being judged because uh and and, and nobody sees the 40 years before you understand right <laughs> yeah 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 so, so that is just like one example you know and of uh, the, the the most simplest one would be you know when children are growing and how uh, uh, um parents picture of what they're going to be like or how what yes, they're going yes. to do those are the more like like the more the stereotypical ones, yeah. like, you know, the very obvious ones, uh, and we still with this ones, you know, we have a lot of issues. Uh, and then if we go into depths, of course, like I said, this manipulation to you know guilt and all that. There's just so much
0: to. So to do be you feel in your teenage years or like your childhood? Do you feel that you were more submissive towards that oh, lifestyle? No.
1: Or you were rebellious. Oh,
0: no, no, very rebellious, very very
1: opposite of whatever everybody else told me to. So, you know, I I did everything my own way. So they they knew my parents from, you know, the beginning that, you know, I'm going to do my own way. Uh Uh, But I guess there were some, you know, occasions that was okay. I mean, as understanding that, you know, I am independent and I can do it. And then I'm very strong and, you know, I'm not shy and I can, you know, go in the world and all that. And it was fine, but again, at that time, I didn't even have the proper knowledge about life. So yeah. when I was doing that, I was, you know, having um, obviously a great time, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I, I've I lived, like I can really say, you know, I've like lived, I've traveled, I've lived in different countries, different continents, you know, and mm-hmm. I've, done, I've, I've always been the black sheep of the family, I'm, yeah. I think I'm like the only person who lives outside of my country. You know, I have, I have this interracial, uh, intercultural marriage, you know, mm-hmm. my kids are mixed, whatever you want to call it. Everything like everything is <laughs> everything is away from what, you know, I guess the norm is going to yes. be, like. Right. Yes, or, yes. you know, like, you know, the, the thing when you have kids and now the grandparents are supposed to take of the kids. And I'm like, no, hell no. Like, I don't want my grandparents to take care of my kids <laughs> because that's like ju- just basically redoing the same genetics over and over yeah. again. Right, So all that, I always knew that I'm going to do it differently and I've done it differently since little. But then I got, you know, some knowledge. Again, life did hit me a little bit hard for me to be in that toxic relationship, for me yeah. to wake up and say, yeah, I am, you know, I am like uh, adventurous and all that. But I need to be adventurous in a, in a more positive way way rather than mm-hmm. in rebellious way you know like against yeah. my mother or against yeah. the world or against the rules yes, but yes, yes. all that fine but if it's with alignment with your soul if it's in alignment with you know the universe with the energies i always talk about energy and and you know oh, yeah. if if you're being rebellious against the energy then you're going to lose however you put yes. it and then yes. when you learn how world energy god whatever you want to call it works then you are the rebellious one because you're doing different
0: than majority of people are you're doing right now. now. You're, you're conscious of yourself and you're conscious of life, but still choosing. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Because now what means to be rebellious is that I know my boundaries, right? So let's say that I have some friends or whoever, let's say that I have family and that <laughs> this family, just because I feel obliged because they're my family, because they're my blood, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I'm supposed to by culture, uh, love them, and I'm supposed to you know give them everything, no matter what they basically they give back, which yeah. is no healthy boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be this would be you know the usual way, like family, family, right? Blood, right? Mm-hmm. You know how it is, but <laughs> but the being alignment with you know energy and god and alignment it it, uh, understands that it's not about the blood it's not about who that person is but it's the mutual relationship that you have to create so if that person is not giving you you know quote-unquote respect back the way you are giving respect then why do you have a person like that in your life even though you know it's blood so now this is being rebellious because again majority of people would be doing because it's normal because i'm supposed to because it's my family but now re- me being rebellious but yet align with the with god basically i have healthy boundaries i'm going to protect myself and my family first and i'm going to live aligned with that if people who do not you know see themselves in my way of living then unfortunately you know they can
0: go their own way <laughs> And what's like I'm hearing, I feel like I would love to sit down and and hear all about your travel because I love adventure. And as you're talking, it's like I can see all the places you went and all the experience. Mm -hmm. So, with all of that being said, what's the biggest takeaway like, could either um, from your, your toxic marriage, like awakening to your divinity and knowing that this marriage is not in a vibrational match for you? uh or um looking back uh towards like the family like what's your biggest takeaway that that really Mm. solidifies who you are today yeah okay so i would say
1: there are two milestones that were huge for me number one was when i left my country when i left my home you know going into the world and seeing like there's just limitless possibilities okay mm-hmm, and okay. then you start thinking differently and then you become a different person and now all of a sudden you're mingling you know with different culture, different way of thinking different mindsets everything is different so that was one huge milestone that kind of opened me up towards everything towards believing yeah. into something right yes that's yes. One, like my I was basically just kind of opening up to the possibilities of what life can be or you know God or whoever you want to trust or, mm-hmm. do or you know live aligned with. And then that's me understanding yeah. that we always need a guide for whatever it might be. And I'm not saying there's like this one person who will guide you forever and ever, but like different mentors. You know, Mm -hmm. different fields, different expertise. And when it comes to marriage, or when it comes to relationship, or when it comes to parenting right now, we consistently need to learn, right? And then we think we can do it by ourselves. So what happens, I, you know, I I coach women in relationships, and they're usually above 40 because they had like bigger kids and realizing that for the past 10 plus years they've, you know, they've been messing it up in relationship. They don't know what they're doing in in marriage. They thought they knew and then it it goes down the, you know, down, so it's like, whoops. (laughs) So, So now realizing that we don't know what we're doing and we consistently need to work on improving ourselves in different aspects and in different, you know, perspectives, so yeah, that having a guide was probably in learning this consistent learning um of you know what life is and what my soul wants and what my goals are uh, would be definitely one of the biggest ones because ultimately what happens they put you in school and they they make you they, they push you like they push you in this box as this is the way you're supposed to function Yes. And then you don't function, or you obviously learn that you know this is you don't not- fit in the box. <laughs> yeah, you don't fit in the box, right? They wanna they in a way, so it's like they it's they mark you. You grow up hating learning yeah. so you can be in your comfort zone for the rest of your life, not doing anything and just being mediocre.
0: Yeah, which yeah, which yeah. is
1: which is the opposite of life, which is you're supposed to learn. You're supposed to consistently grow. And you're su- su- mm-hmm. supposed to consistently be like, you know, like like thriving, like, like, um, like being excited Evolving, about yeah. learning. Excited yeah. about learning, about life, not just, you know, about math or geography or whatever we, we take in <laughs> school, right? But out yeah. life. Always learning, always learning. And more thirsty for that knowledge you are in life for general, in general, then easier it is because you're basically consistently in Outside the comfort zone, consistently in the unknowing, because you're thirsty of learning about it, and then you grow, and then obviously you you can achieve you know more stuff because you are comfortable in the outside the comfortable zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've learned. Yeah, we've learned. You learn to swim outside the con that the restraining or the pool or whatever. Now you've exactly. swam in the ocean, and now it's really unlimited. Yeah. So, with all that being said, um, to close out the the, the podcast, I mm-hmm. would like to know if you can go back to the old Anya and you mm-hmm. have one advice for her. What would that be? Advice? Yeah. Um, anything. If you can go back and say anything to the old Anya, to the old
1: Anya, what would I say to my old Anya? Yeah. <laughs> I would probably tell her don't be afraid to mess up okay like don't you know because we are also then molded into making mistakes is like a huge bad thing and then you are and then what happens you you live life in fear of making mistakes and again then you don't do anything and then you, you don't push your limits I was Mm -hmm. never you know see I I was the black sheep and you know I always like did crazy stuff let's put it like that right but but yet there was this fear of what if I mess up what if I you know and because then you live life with this negativity then you get negative results if you consistently walk with you know the mindset of oh, what if this doesn't work then uh, it never really does work because you're already, you know, giving yourself the outcome. And the yeah. point of life is messing up more, like learning from mistakes. You know, like enjoying in learning from mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's that's not like weird. a torture, but it's like a, <laughs> fun, you know, like fun activity. Yes, as in, oh, I yes. messed up. Yes. Okay, what can I learn? You know, let go, let's move on now.
0: Yes, that's so beautiful, Hashu <laughs> because I'm, I'm a lot like that. It's like the you know being a perfectionist and you know the fear but mm. i think i had to do a therapy and stuff like that and she my therapist is actually the one who pointed it out she asked me that you know always wanting to be like successful and having mm-hmm. it all together, having all the answers and then she asked me where did that come from and i didn't have an answer mm-hmm. I, I was like on the floor i was like i don't know and then she's mm-hmm. like could it be family you know the people around yeah they have you on, they see you in this light or they have any person that you had said, it's like they already carved out your life in their mind. Therefore, Mm -hmm. and consciously or unconsciously, you know this. And again, being scared to mess up, being scared to disappoint. It's really (laughs) bad. Exactly. Exactly. So it's really, um, Uh, This is really such a good uh, talk. I feel like I can talk to you like all (laughs) day. (laughs) Yeah, no, literally. But um, please tell our listeners where they can find you. Um,
1: Yes, I'm definitely the most active on Instagram. So my handle is goddessenergy.coach because I only work with women and I teach them about that goddess energy to make sure that they can have a thriving marriage. Because everything starts there. When you have a marriage
0: and if you're not happy at home, then whatever else you do, it doesn't really matter. I love it. Thank you so much once again for being thank a you. guest on my podcast. And thank you everybody for listening. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. Bye.